There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plushcare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. And welcome to Security and Secure, the podcast where I say it's okay to not be okay. I'm Johnny Seifert, and every week I'm joined by one very special guest. I'm delighted to say, joining me on Security and Secure this week, you will know him as one of your Love Island Winter Contestants 2020. I'm delighted to say that Chad Uzov, a 23-year-old scaffolder from Suffolk who joined Love Island on day 23, lasted all roads, day 44, final ending in fourth place, joins me today to talk all about body insecurity, especially around his teeth, and just love life on Love Island as well. Hello, Chad. Hello, how are you? I'm all right. How are you doing? I'm good, you know, I'm good. Loving life in lockdown. <laughs> well, I suppose you were basically in lockdown at the beginning of the year. You left lockdown, you went straight back into lockdown again. Oh, that was luxury lockdown though, bro. Obviously, in the villa, you're not really allowed, you're not well, You're not allowed to leave unless you're going on a date or anything, but you're not allowed to socialise with anyone else. If you're, if you're going on a date or you're leaving a villa, you get escorted out of the villa. You're not allowed to even get out of the car you're in. You're locked down. The thing is, it's different though because you're locked down with how many other people that were in there? What, 12 other people? At least you've got company. And you had a gym and you had a swimming pool as well. you had a gym. You had food, unlimited food. (laughs) You know what I mean? You had a swimming pool. You had sun. Came home after being locked down and we locked down again. (laughs) Imagine that. Obviously, the two, three weeks we were back before we got locked down, we were doing interviews. We were doing several things, but then obviously we got locked off. But it was a bit different. Let me tell you, as soon as we landed, I felt a bit off. thought something was going to be off. Like, obviously, I knew all about the coronavirus, but then I didn't think it would just all make sense now that we'll ruin things. But, well, not ruin things, but it's just not the same as the previous series, is it? I would have loved to be doing PAs, showing all the money in the world. There's nothing I can do about it. I always went on Love Island to come out and just carry on with my fitness. Like, obviously, what I was doing before, like, I cook, so I was doing online coaching, obviously diet plans, training plans. And I thought, yeah, when I come out, you'll get the platform. So just carry on doing what you were doing before. Do you know what I mean? I, didn't, I never really wanted to be an influencer. It's not really my style. Recently, I've been doing mental health check-ins here on my story on Instagram. And I feel like some people will reply saying that they're down just for me to respond to that. Because they know I'm going to respond to them saying, oh, yeah, I'm down, I need help with this. Yeah, that'll get them to respond. So I feel like even if I sense it getting, obviously, to the flirtatious conversations, then I'll just 
I'll retract. I won't even reply. Because you can tell when someone is genuinely upset. If it ever gets to that, I'll just take a step back because that's not really what I'm doing it for. I'm doing it to check in on people. Because obviously everyone's in, lockdown, everyone's in the same situation. I know how it gets being at home. You're overthinking. Okay, well, let's go back to the early days of Traduzor. Tell me about life growing up for you. Life growing up. I grew up in Nigeria. Moved here when I was eight. My mum already moved here, actually. So she was a nurse here already. Uh, we were in Nigeria with my dad. So in 2006, we moved over here to join my mum. Some of my friends were still there as well. So it was hard leaving them. But when your mum's away from you, you don't really think about that. I want to go and see mum. And I'm going to live with my mum, finally. Cultural switch, it was a bit different. Because obviously in Nigeria, they've got different morals. Can't really behave how you behave in, um, in Nigeria here. In Nigeria, people are a bit more reckless. In Nigeria, people don't really care about how you feel they'll talk to you however male female they don't care they'll just they'll treat you however they want to treat you but here you have to be more sensitive but me i'm blessed that i moved here when i was eight years old and not when i was much older and that helped with my english as well being younger you have to adapt and grow friendships again i enjoyed it to be fair obviously when i moved here there was people weren't really used to seeing black people where i moved because obviously i live in barrison edmonds i don't know if you've heard of that in suffolk in Suffolk, yeah. So think about it in Suffolk, get to the school, and there's not really many black people around. So people, at first, people will treat you different because that's, that's natural. When you experience something different, you act different because you don't know how to act. It's, it's new to you. But then once people started to get to know me, it got easier. Do you know what I mean? Obviously, in school, there were the odd racial remarks. It was hard, obviously. You were left out. I just showed people who I who I really was. I'm I'm a friendly guy. I got on with everyone. So I think obviously from the people that were picking on me or even all the racial remarks or whatever, they started seeing me hanging around with other people. I'm like, oh, he must be all right. You see, when you know when you know when kids start seeing you hanging around with other people, they think, oh, okay, he must be he must be cool because people are hanging around. As soon as there's one girl and two boys fancy that one girl, everyone will fancy that, that one girl. Up there. Exactly. That girl is now a price. Everyone wants that girl. I just had to be myself. Obviously, it was upsetting when it happened. It got me down, but I just thought, do you know what? Some people would be like, oh, I don't want to go to school anymore. I want to move school. I just carried on with school. I feel like that's the attitude I have today as well. Just You just got to, you just got to carry on. The university I went to has a college as well. So I went to that college. So I kind of knew a few people there already. I knew some of the lecturers already. I'm a friendly guy. So as soon as I got to uni, I made just myself again. But no no racial remarks. I feel like that's just because time has gone on. So think about it. In 2008, there would have been more racism then than there is now. So before we get to looking at the Love Island cast, I'm quite interested to see what your perception of the Love Island cast were. How did you get approached to do Love Island? Because you'd finished university and then suddenly, mm-hmm. two months later, you've flown from <laughs> United Kingdom and gone all the way to South Africa to basically yeah. be in lockdown again with another load of new people. I got approached. They sent me a DM on Instagram, probably because of my body, because you know, I went to the gym. Like I'm, I'm, a, I'm a gym guy. I've got an average face. <laughs> At that point, I had 20,000 followers, so they probably thought, oh, this guy's well-known, let's put him on there. Because before they've used, like, okay, let's say, like, Molly May. She was already known before she went on Love Island. Because there's some people on there as well that people didn't really know before. I wouldn't even say followers had anything to do with it. I'd say it's more your appearance. I never was fat before. I just wanted to put on muscle. So I think when I was 17, 16, 17, one of my boys were pissed for me to start the gym. 
start going to the gym. So I started going to the gym just because of parties. Like if we had a house party, I'd go to the gym to get a pump on. I, I didn't really take it seriously. So like when I was 19, I took it seriously and I started actually training properly for a better physique. Okay, so you get obsession, you get big, and then suddenly Love Island comes calling and they send you a DM. What was your reaction? Did you swipe right or did you swipe left to it? <laughs> Two years prior to this year, they DM'd me anyway. So, obviously, I think for Series 4 and Series 5, because I received two DMs from them before this series, but I had a girlfriend, so I said no. Um, that very noble of you. <laughs> I can't imagine me going on there. And she's watching, that's my boyfriend. I saw it, I wasn't really keen on it at first. To tell the truth, I wasn't really keen on it at first because I could never imagine myself applying or even being on it because I just like my private life, you know what I mean? So I came home, I told my mom, but she was like, just go for it. It's a one-life opportunity. I was like, okay, cool. What's the worst that will happen? But at first, I thought it was a fake account. I had to check the profile. So <laughs> obviously, I say yes to it. They ask for your phone number. You get your phone number and they'll give you a call. We'd like to meet you, whatever date. You come down, you, you you have your audition. I think they send you back. Then you come back again, they send you back. But me, I was lucky enough to go there, have my audition and do everything else in one day instead of me going back and forth. So I stayed there and I met everyone I needed to meet instead of going back and forth. Then obviously after auditions, you go for your medical. And then obviously for this one, we had to apply for a visa. And then you're about to go on it. What did you feel about yourself? Because you had a bit of body insecurity with the way you look. You love going to the gym. There's not necessarily going to be a gym there. Did you think at any point, do you know what? This isn't actually right for me. I don't want to go on TV. I don't want people to see my insecurities come out. I was worried about it. I was more worried about, I wasn't really insecure about my teeth before I went on Love Island. The comments, like, especially in that video where I started, I know you've seen it. I know you've seen it. I've seen everything you've done, mate. Everything. <laughs> yeah, so obviously in that video, the angle made it look like my teeth were bad. So obviously when I when I came out, I was reading all the comments and people were saying, oh, oh look at his teeth, da 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 da, da. But I'm, I don't know. I just, it's made it worse now. When people write comments, they don't think anything of it. When people write them comments, they do it for likes. I believe people just do it to be, oh, yeah, that's a funny comment, ha, ha, ha. But do you know how it's affecting the person you're talking about? I, I feel like people don't really know that. I knew it was going to be exposed, but I just I did it anyway. So then you go on to Love Island, and you went in on day 23. Had you watched the show for that series beforehand? Had you seen what all everyone was getting up to, or did you come in completely not knowing who anyone was? I watched it until... I even watched it when I was in South Africa because you had to watch episodes back. So I went in on Saturday. I think it was aired on Sunday. So I watched the episode on Thursday. But I didn't watch one on Friday. They didn't, they didn't let us watch that one. Um, but I think that's when Sophie and Wallace went home. I watched it even all the way until, up until I went in. I went in there and I was myself. I feel like if you go in there and try and pretend to be someone you're not, it's just going to be hard. So I went in there as, obviously, people look at me and think, oh, he's a giant, he's probably arrogant, he's probably aggressive, whatever. But I went in there, I'm just like a soft, gentle guy. <laughs> I don't want any drama because it's just going to make the experience worse. 100%. And people are going to see that. Were you careful or did you sense yourself to think about, okay, this is going out on TV, this isn't just me on holiday with the lads? Yeah, I did think that, especially on that scene where I was talking to Jess, because obviously 
the point I was trying to make was I was trying to get it out that she like obviously the first perception of a blonde girl like her, you'd think she's not really switched on. So as soon as I met her, I was like, Mad, this girl is she's actually on the ball. So I was trying I was thinking about it in my head, I was thinking, Oh, if I said that on TV it's gonna come across the wrong way that I judge every blonde guy I ever meet like that. So it was in my head and I was thinking about it and I was like, like, like <laughs> it didn't come out. I'm kind of glad it didn't come out because I didn't want to offend everyone. So then you leave Love Island with Jess in fourth place. What was your Love Island journey post the show? So we came out, we had, as you can imagine, interviews to do together. We were up and down, we were in London, we were in Manchester. So I spent time with her, I spent two weeks with her. And then I came home and then the following Monday after coming, I think I came on a Friday and the Monday we got locked down. So she was in lockdown in London with her sisters. Um, and I was with her sister, with her sister. And I was um, obviously in Suffolk at home with my family. So we don't really, we haven't really seen each other really. We voice note every day. It's just harder really because you feel like you've lost, I don't know, like obviously when you don't see someone, you feel like you're not as close. Do you feel like you're in a relationship, though, or do you feel like you're more just good friends who've met in the show and we're in this post-show bubble where you've been in a bubble and all you want to do when you leave that bubble is keep talking to the people that were in that bubble, in that happy moment, and you're still very close with the Love Island cast that it's just another friend for you? Or do you see it as a, something that actually can be a proper relationship when lockdown finishes? I feel like it's just something we need to discuss, obviously, after the lockdown's over. Because right now we just talk every day. We just we talk. We just talk about random, random topics. But I wouldn't say that it's really. We don't really have romantic conversations. But yeah, I I I I, I like this. What do you label yourself as at the moment? Do you see yourself in a relationship with her, or do you see yourself chirping her, or are you just really really good friends at the moment? I'd say we're just talking. We're just seeing each other, seeing how things go. Not in a relationship though. Do you want to be in a relationship? Let's see how things go. Oh, <laughs> keeping those works, options if, open. If it works, if, no, if, it, if it works out, it works out. But at the moment, you're not really doing everything you wanted to be doing to um, build into a relationship. And what about your Love Island status? Because as we said at the top of the podcast, it's been quite hard for you to keep that status going. Is there a way that post this, that all those repercussions from Love Island, from doing the show, like the PAs and nightclub appearances, can come back? Or do you feel like you've lost out and missed the boat because the next series of Love Island it will be around the corner by the time that it all goes back to normal again? I reckon we'll have some, we'll have some time to experience that. Because I think series seven is going to come back summer twenty twenty one. So there'll so, be no January one next year. I don't think so. Well, I, I don't know. There could be. I don't know. But um, even so, I feel like we'll have a couple of months to enjoy. So you don't feel like your love island journey is completely over yet? Nah, there'll there'll be some opportunities left. I believe that. I'm an optimist though. One of those prizes as well from doing Love Island is that there's always an opportunity for you to go on another TV show afterwards. What about celebs go dating for you? Because you, you know, you're you're talking to Jess, but doesn't mean you can't talk to any other girls. Would you like to do celebs go dating? Celebs go dating. I'll do that if I was completely uninvolved with anyone else at all. 
but I can't go on celebs go dating right now. So you're still exclusive with Jazz? Yeah. Do you, know, do you know what it is? When I'm talking to a girl, I can't really be messing around with other girls because there's still there's still someone in the on the line. Whether we're just speaking or it's still disrespectful. Like imagine, imagine if I went. Okay, let's say you you're speaking to a girl. You've been speaking to her for however long. You're not together, and then she goes on celebs go dating. What do you think? Wow, well, get some good dating tips from the guys <laughs> that go on there and see how she acts on dates. Is she going to turn uh, her nose up at why I want to take her? <laughs> how do you want people to remember your time on Love Island and your time post Love Island? Because it's very easy almost to get forgotten in this weird world of reality TV. You know, we've had too hot to handle on Netflix suddenly now, which has pushed Love Island out of the boat. How do you want to be remembered? Just that lovely, sweet guy that came fourth place. I literally think it would be the laid-back guy who just wanted to take life easy. Take the easy route. Life is hard enough. What a guy Chad is. And it shows yet again that everyone has their own body insecurities. For Chad, it was all about his teeth. And this is the thing. Everyone has got an insecurity. We don't all talk about it though so it doesn't matter if you go on love island or any other tv show or you just listen to this podcast as a normal person you've all got your own insecurities about your body shapes and no one should be comparing themselves to others you're all special in your own very special way you've been listening to johnny c for on secure the insecure this podcast needs your help it is mental health week this week it's coming to an end and i want to get this podcast high up on the mental health chart just for you so that you can keep reflecting on your lives and looking for those little ounces of positivity that we all need so please do like the podcast subscribe to the podcast and tell a friend that you've listened to secure the insecure it's so important that we keep saying it's okay not to be okay. I'm Johnny Seifer. Until next time, thank you and goodbye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.